up, everybody, and welcome to the Schoolhouse Scallywags podcast. I'm here at Andrew Jackson High School, where I'm a teacher. Uh, my name is Tyler Stover, and I'm just going to kind of be your host for the podcast, and I want to kind of give some background information of how I got the idea to start this whole thing and, and how it's going to go. So um, about a year ago, I got an idea that I wanted to make a class um, where a podcast was going to be the main focus producing and uh, recording a podcast for the students to be on and myself. And the thought came from me just listening to and enjoying different podcasts on Apple Podcasts. And I got the idea that I wanted to start my own because I'm a, I love conversation. I love talking about different topics. I love talking to different people. And I like hearing different people's opinions and shaping mine based off of, you know, information that I hear and viewpoints that I hear from others. And I think that's an important thing for the students today, uh, especially high school students when they're kind of developing opinions and thoughts on things. Um, so I wanted to bring uh, something where students can come and conversate and we can talk and we can come up with what we want to talk about and then uh, express our thoughts and opinions to each other, talk about it, have a good time, have some laughs, um, share some stories, and just enjoy each other's company. Um, I think conversation is something that kind of gets lost face-to-face -face conversation now with, with so many phones and everybody on social media and face-to-face -face conversation and, and, and talking with other people uh, is something that kind of gets lost. So I want to kind of bring that back, um, especially in this class and in our classroom and, and with the podcast. So that's kind of how I got the idea for this whole thing. And I'm excited to uh, see where it goes. So I hope we can get some listeners. And, and uh, if you're listening now, continue to stay with us. Let us know if, you, if there's any topics you'd like to hear us talk about. Share us. Share us on uh, social media. I'll be sharing the podcast on uh, links on Twitter and uh, throughout social media. And they'll be on Apple Podcasts. So I just want to um, to let everybody know the that uh, we're trying to start something new here. And um, hopefully it takes off and and we can keep rolling with it. Um, I'm excited. I know the students are excited to finally get in here and start recording episode one. It's going to be a good time, and I can't wait to see where it goes. Without further ado, welcome to Schoolhouse Scallywags Podcast. Here's episode one. All right, we want to welcome everybody to the first episode of the Schoolhouse Scallywags Podcast. Excited to get started. I'm going to kind of, my name is Tyler Stoner. <coughs> I'm going to kind of go around the uh, room and table, let everybody introduce themselves. So go ahead, Connor. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm Connor Kilo, a senior at, here at Andrew Jackson High School. I play baseball. And to my right, we have Caroline Wren. No, he's, Connor's going to introduce everybody <laughs> for All right, go ahead, Caroline. Um, I'm Caroline Wren. I'm a junior at AJ. I play volleyball, basketball, and softball. And All right, and lastly, we got Abby Brewer. Go ahead, Abby. I'm Abby. I play. Volleyball and softball, and I'm a senior. All right, so I'm just going to kind of um, talk about briefly what we're trying to do here. So my 
vision was to get a class where we could come in and conversate and talk about different topics and start a podcast. So that's what we've done. So this is kind of us getting started, and hopefully we got some listeners out there. And if uh, we do, hopefully you can tell some people about us and, and get our name out there, and we'll be sharing kind of on social media and that sort of thing. So we're going to jump right into it um, today. Some of the topics we had set up, the first one that is big because it's news this week was California passed a law, uh, their governor signed a, a bill that um, allowed for college athletes to be able to receive uh, money or receive pay for their likeness and their image and their name. So first of all, let's just get everybody's first thoughts on it. Uh, does anybody want to go, go ahead? So I think it's dumb because like they're not even getting full rides. Some some of these guys. So why would they? Like some aren't even getting. They're getting money, but like I just don't think it's a good idea. All right, here. So here's I'm gonna kind of explain what this means because it's not the same as like getting paid to play. So like everybody's not gonna get a check. Is what is not what this is. It's like. how much people like you and exactly. how popular, popular so like you are. let's say let's say uh, let's just say they approved it in South Carolina all right so in Clemson let's say or in Greenville area let's say somebody want one of the companies or businesses up there wanted to have a Clemson football player help them do some type of advertisement and be paid for it who are they gonna pick Charles. right or what's another big name player ETN yeah. right or somebody like that so they would be the ones only getting paid. Nobody else is going to receive any money off. So it's going to be on an individual basis. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like if, if you're a popular player and you're a good player, obviously your opportunity to make money is going to be higher than the others. So and the question that everybody's getting at is, is that a good idea for college athletics overall? Like is it a good idea – to make it to where the top players can get money for ads and stuff and uh, you know the ones who maybe their name's not in the media a lot they can't really benefit from it because nobody's going to want to sign them for an ad you know what I'm saying so like think about who's some of the pro players that you see on TV all the time like with ads like if you think about like Dak Prescott I know he's got a lot of uh, like endorsements and stuff like Old Spice and different stuff like that but, like, that's the thing where it's going to get sticky to me. So, I'm looking at this article, and it's talking about um, recruiting age. So, like, college football, what makes college football great is the recruiting part of it. Like, you can go out and recruit and get whoever you want to be on your team. So, obviously, that would give California an edge to say – Hey, you can come here, and you can money. get, you can make money and get paid if you're a star, and that other states wouldn't have that benefit. So, I mean, Connor, what you think about the whole deal? I don't know. I don't think it's fair for the ones like you said don't get their name out there a lot. Well, and again too, but I read this thing, and it's kind of like a microcosm of the real world, because in the real world, the best of the best are gonna get paid, right? <laughs> So it's kind of like preparing. I see somebody put it as preparing them for the real world. 
So seeing like, okay, if you're not a top player, you're not going to have any endorsement opportunities. So, I mean, I can see both ends, but I, I'm a huge college football fan like we all are, and I just don't know how good it's going to be for the sport in general. Like, as far as making it a, a – that recruiting be all about can you make money. Like, because recruiting now is about what? What's some of the things that coaches might pitch in a recruiting to a – if they come to a – if they come to A.J. High School and they're going to recruit a player, what might they be trying to pitch? Uh, and I know y'all don't have a lot of recruiting background. <laughs> I mean, what's some of the things? <laughs> Obviously, Clemson, y'all's favorite team, right? Right. Top-notch recruiting school. So, what's some of the things? And y'all the go facilities. to Facilities. Facilities, right? They got that brand-new, big, nice room yeah. uh, building with all that stuff in it. Uh, they pitch wins, mm-hmm. right? Who, how, how many wins they got, right? They're going to keep winning. I mean, stuff like that is what you used to recruit now. And with it being, you know, state-regulated, so, like, California has passed this, and it's going to go into effect in 2023. So, let's say nobody else passes it, all right? So, if a school if, – if, Caroline, you're getting recruited to play volleyball, let's say you're a – in 2023, hypothetically, you're a top volleyball player, all right? And UCLA is recruiting you, and all in-state schools are recruiting you. And UCLA says, look, we think you're going to be the face of the program, all right? So when you get out here, you know, you're going to have the chance to get some type of endorsement deals based off of you being a great volleyball player. Right. So is, is that going to play a factor in whether you, where you go? Yeah, right. for sure. So that's the whole thing that people are going crazy on is that playing a big role in where kids go to school. And we don't want it to be about that. We want it to, college athletics should be about – picking a school based off of the school, the facilities, the team, the coaches, and then that's why you go there. And then you give everything you got from that university. Well, is it just football or? No, no, no. This is all athletics. every sport. Every athletic. That's what I'm saying. So, in volleyball, softball, everybody. But okay. the thing about it is if a company, let's say a, a company in Los Angeles, they want to uh, get an athlete, who's more likely they're going to pick? Football or basketball, or softball, swimming. Football. Or you know what I'm saying? So really, it wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't be. You would have to be like a studs stud yeah. and really stand out for them to pick you at another sport. Like I look at, I think about Asia Wilson in Columbia. I feel like she definitely would have got some type of, if it was legal when she was in school. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, the Girls basketball team in Carolina, Asia Wilson, she's from Columbia. I feel like she would have probably got some endorsement deals, maybe something small. Uh, but, I mean, you got to look at it as far as, like, if it's fair towards all the different sports also. And then not just endorsements. Let's say, uh, let's say Connor goes and he plays baseball at a school, all right? He's a top player. He's a starter. He wants to have a camp over the summer, all right? Before, as a college player, you put on a camp, you can't make any money off of it. So now, you could, you know, charge and make money off of a camp using your name, Connor Kilo Baseball Camp, right? And you can make money off of it. So that's another way, too. 
uh, that it can you can make money off. It's all about your name and your likeness. So whether people like you and, and if your name draws, you know, holds weight, basically. So like signing memorabilia and selling it, uh, stuff like that, all will be fair play. And right now, the NCAA, you can't do any of that. Like right. NCAA, but the big thing about it is if the law is passed, that overrides the NCAA. So, like in California in 2023, that's going to override whatever the NCAA rules are. So that's another slippery slope that you get onto um, when it comes to the NCAA. Because right now the NCAA controls everything in college athletics. Like they control the transfers, they control all that stuff. So let's just say, let's just say it's going to be a whole lot different. Uh, you think that would change the way people play at a university? What you mean, like they're where they get their paid. all? Yeah, if they get um, paid. If they just there for the money, or they just? Yeah, I think it can. I think it can be different because, like, right now you pick a school based off of loyalty. Like, yeah. you you know you're gonna be loyal to the school, with the coaches. You're picking it based off of that. You're not picking it based off of whether you're gonna have the most uh, benefit money wise. Like whether you have the most marketing opportunities. What you think? I think it changed the way people play. Yeah, I, I think, think some of them gonna be there for the money, and some of them not. Right, and then I think some of them may say, "Look, I'm going here because I got a good chance to make a little money. I might play while I'm here, you know, and then I'm going to the pros as soon as I can. Yeah. Especially like in basketball, you know, the one and done in basketball. That's another story we could talk about too. As far as like, do you think one one and done is a good rule or not? What do y'all think? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. You think one, you like one and done? I mean, if you're good, I mean, if you're good enough, enough to go play, and they want you to. See, what, I'd people, go. what people are saying is though they wanted to either be they can go straight from high school like they used to do, like LeBron and Kobe Bryant, all them guys went straight from high school, or you make it if you go to college, if you choose to go to college, then you have to stay for three years, then you can go. That's how football is, but you can't go pro football out of high school. Right. So like, but when you go to foot, when you go play college football. You go, you sign that letter of intent, you're there for three years. Whether you redshirt a year or whether you whatever, you're there for three years, bottom line, and then you go. But basketball, I think, I don't know if they'll ever do away with one and done in the recent future because it does so good for their uh, their basketball tournament, like the, the tournament at the end of the year. Right. To, the NCAA, you know what the number one moneymaker in college athletics is? Yeah, you got any clue? I mean, I just kind of gave it away. In college athletics? In college athletics, the number one moneymaker for the NCAA is the basketball tournament. That's the number one. It makes more money than any other event that NCAA puts on. So they don't want to, like, hurt that as far as, like, hurt their profit. So, but we're getting off topic a little bit. That's all right, though. That's what this thing's all about, kind of getting on the trail and running. Um. But a lot of the radio shows, I listen to the radio all the time, especially sports radio. And uh, a lot of the people in South Carolina on the local stations are kind of like puzzled about it. They don't really know what to think. They don't know if it's a good thing, bad thing. They just know it's changing. Something's changing. And and it's going to change. Like, so whether we know it's, whether it ends up being good change or bad change, we don't really know. But it's going to be changed for sure. So we'll kind of monitor it and see what other states do and then after that I guess we'll kind of you know change with the time so if um 
if if it has to happen, you know, I think I think that if one state does it, then other states are going to have to start kind of at least looking at it, you know, because you don't want to put your state behind the eight ball if all the other ones are doing it and you're not. It's hurting your universities. So I think that could be have a big thing to do with it too. Uh, but we'll move on to, um, since we're talking about college athletics, college, we're going to talk about kind of our teams, how where we're at. We got two Clemson fans on the table, Abby and Caroline, and then me and Connor's holding it down for uh, the Gamecocks, South Carolina, since we are in the home state. At least everybody's a fan of a home state team, which is good. We ain't got no uh, people that's kind of like, you know, pulling for somebody out of state. Everybody's home state team. So did anybody, did y'all get, I know Caroline, you said you had, had to, play a volleyball you didn't get a chance to go back and watch any of the Clemson game I watched some of it um all right well what's your what's your thoughts on it then what's well, your thoughts on the first of all the season as it started Clemson football and then up to this point and then talk about like what you think about North Carolina game so I feel like we've started out um pretty good um hadn't undefeated yeah <laughs> um but with the North Carolina game um we have one of those games every year, and I just feel like it's a maybe an eye opener for the rest of the season. Like um, in the 2016 season, we had we lost to Troy, and then ended up going. No, uh, that was the year before. No, beat, they beat ended up beating them. Troy should have won, right? Ain't no, no we lost to Troy. Uh-uh, y'all lost to Georgia Tech. No, 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 not no, Georgia Tech. Pitt, they lost to Pitt. Yes, Pitt. But, but Troy. It was that was close. when it was really close. It was like a 12 o'clock game. But Troy was good that year, too. So a lot of people take those little small games for like, and they granted. take them for granted. But Troy was really good that year. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. That was the year they actually won. It. Right, right. So, yeah. um, but we just have like a game like that close game. Um, North Carolina played good. Um, I think North Carolina, you know, they obviously beat us the first game, but right. they don't get a whole lot of credit because they had a two-win season last year. Yeah. So the way I look at it, North Carolina, they have a two-win roster, right? And then they have one group of freshmen that they recruited with the new coaching staff. Mm -hmm. So you got that group of players, and you're competing with the number one team in the country. Like, that says a lot about their coaching staff and, like, that the players are playing. They believe in what they're right. doing there, right? So. That's what I mean. I think North Carolina's a good, tough, solid team. You don't yeah, beat, yeah. you don't beat. Uh, where South Carolina's not the best, Miami's not the best, but you don't beat those two teams and then compete with Clemson. You don't do that, right? You know, if you're not a solid team, right? But what? So what parts of the game did you get to watch? Um, uh, well, I obviously saw at the end uh, when they went for that two point conversion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> that was bad on them. They we so, had, I think it was three. Linemen in, and they should have just like that was bad catching on them. But well, all right, here's all right. Let's go around. Do you think well, if you're the coach, all right, you're the coach of, of North Carolina. Carolina football right now, okay? And you got to remember on the sideline in the football game because I coach football, so I know how. It yeah, goes, yeah. It's like it's just right a, it's a different feeling, right? It's get you. It's nerve wracking when stuff comes like that in this close game. So you're at home, all right. You got your home fans. You're down 14 to 21. All right, yeah. you score. All right, you got 30 seconds to make a decision on if you're going to go for it and okay, what play you're going to call. So not only do you got to make the decision, which I think he had already made the decision, yeah. but then you got 30 seconds to decide if you're going to go for it or, or confirm you're going to go for it and then what play you're going to run. 
So let's go. All right, what would you have gone for, or would you have kicked the field goal, and why? Abby, go ahead. Um. Uh, I don't know if you if he would have kicked the field goal. You have a better chance of like tying it going into overtime. Right, and yeah, it was a minute and what fourteen, I think. Yeah. Left. So. So there's no guarantee that Clemson don't get the ball and drive and try yeah. to get the field goal. But if you go for if you do the field goal and you make it, it's tied. It's tied. You can go into overtime. Right. If you get a and stop, you go into overtime. Yeah. All right. So you would have kicked it, or you would have went for it. Probably would have kicked it, just because you not like you have a better chance. I yeah, mean, you got to extend the game. Yeah. Extend yeah. the game. All right, so Abby would have kicked it. What about you, Caroline? Um, if you would have went for it, you got to tell me what play, what type of play you would have done. Okay. Um, Other than something just different than what they yeah, did. Yeah. Uh, I get the going for it because, I mean, he felt like they could have gotten it. Um, Wanted to end it then. And yeah, I'll just tell you, I'll tell there. you kind of his – Explanation. But they had already went for it two times before and got it, right? Which on fourth down? Oh, on fourth Not the down. two-point Yeah, yeah, they, they, they converted some fourth downs. They so, I mean, he probably downs. thought they had a good chance. Yeah, he thought that. And plus, North Carolina's run game has been really good the whole season. So, it wasn't like they, you know, hadn't had any success running the ball. But then again, kicking the extra point, I mean, our – and then – so then Clemson would have got the ball back. Our kicker – had already, had already missed, missed a field yeah. goal. So, I mean, he kind of. So, Clemson would have had a little less confidence in their kicker since he had already missed one. So, like, even if they get the ball back and it's tied and they drive down and they got a long field goal, they're going to be not as confident as kicking a long field goal right. as they would. Which, you know what I, mean? I mean, like, we know he can do it because he's done it before, but at the same time, he's already missed one. Right. So, like. All right, here's a fun fact for you, all right? There's two players on Clemson's football team that played at South Point High School. B.T. Potter, the kicker, and then you know who the other one is? Um, Plays defense at corner. Yeah. Uh, I can't even think of it. Somebody, you know, you know Connor? Darion Kendrick is yes. the other one. Yes. All right, so this is crazy, okay? Darion Kendrick and B.T. Potter have been on the same team since they were in seventh grade, all right? Mm -hmm. They have won a championship Every from year. the seventh grade all the way to now. So right. they've never been on a team, a that has team lost. that has not won a championship. That's insane. That's very That's insane. insane. So they won. They won seventh grade, uh, whatever their championship was in seventh grade, eighth grade. They won all four state championships in high school, and they won the national championship with Clemson last year. So I think that's kind of crazy. <laughs> very crazy. Like you don't ever see that happen. Ever. No, that's. Yeah. So, all right. So Caroline, you going for it or are you kicking? Um. See, right now you got delay a game. Yeah, yeah. I don't. But I don't so it's, know. A, it's a tougher decision. Like it, it's easy for people to go, "Oh, you stupid! You should have kicked it." Are you stupid? You, yeah, you got to yeah. go for it. You yeah. different play. It's easy to say that, but at the same time, at the same time, you're a coach. That's what you get paid for. Right. I don't know what I would have done. You don't know. All right, Connor. What you got? You you look like you uh, already know what you. No got. doubt about it. I'm kicking a field goal. You're kicking a field goal. All right. You got you got to explain why though. Yeah. Not just that they missed it. And what you mean? Explain why you would have kicked it and not went for it. I mean, I'm just kicking yeah. it to tie the game in the first place. Kicking it to tie the game and then play defense. Play defense and try to get it. Or, I mean, try you can't a longer time. game. You got You're taking a bigger chance by going for it because if you don't get it. It's over. Then it's over. But if you make the field goal, then it's not over. Oh, so. Here's the thing. If you make the field goal, 
all right, you're pretty much even. All right, so you're going to extend the game. Yes. If you miss the two points, if you miss the two points, it's over. There's not enough time. Right. Though. If you make the two points, you're still not guaranteed a win yeah. because you still got a minute something on the clock. But it's high risk, high reward. So you say you're kicking it. I'm kicking it. I mean, like you said, you're risking it either way. But Yeah. All right, I'm going to give 14, you're going to push it into overtime, and then you can go from there. We see – all right, minute 14, the way that they had thrown the ball, Lawrence has been had been struggling yeah. throwing the ball all day. So I probably would have leaned towards kicking it. All right, I'm going to give you Matt Brown's explanation for it, and then I'll tell you what I would have done. All right, Matt Brown said the reason he went for it is because they had had some kids on defense who were banged up. They had to come off. They were, like, hurt. So he was thinking, you know, I just want to get out of here and try to get a win now. So that's the, he. That was his explanation. Was he had some guys? Some of his starters were banged up on defense, and he didn't want to risk it of kicking it, putting the defense back out there uh, after they had been out there pretty much for a bunch of snaps all day, and then giving up, letting Clemson march down there, and kick a field goal, and win it. So that was his explanation. Now, personally, me, all right, Clemson. Think about the games in the past two to three years where they have stopped somebody on a two-point conversion and won the game. All right, they stopped. Notre Dame in the rain. You were probably you, – were uh, you at that game? I wasn't there, but I remember it. Yeah, so Notre Dame at the, in the rain, they stopped them. Lamar Jackson, when he was at Louisville, they stopped him. Right? So, right. what was another one? There was another one they stopped. In, was it NC State? NC State, maybe they stopped. And then it was, a co- it was a couple more. But it's been like four or five two-point plays that they've stopped because Clemson's red zone defense is – really stout. They always have good linemen. They always got linebackers and they're coached up. Because uh, Dabo said that after the or he said after the game that before the play uh, Venables the defense coordinator told him said we're probably going to get speed option right here. So he yeah, knew yeah. like he knew that was one of their one of their calls down there to goal line. So he you know having a coordinator like that and defense like that it's just so much it's so risky to run that play or run a play inside the two or inside the three to try to get the two points. So with that and with the uh, the kicking struggles and the passing struggles from on that day, I would have kicked it. I would have kicked it because you just gotta see if you can you gotta see if you can get to the end of the game. You gotta just see how it plays out. Plus you're at home now. If you're on the road. I can see exactly why you would try to end that thing there because if you get in, think about it. The game was at Clemson. All right, if they go or if they kick it tight, go to overtime. Now you your back is against the wall again because you're playing against the crowd. You're playing against. It's just different playing right, at right. home than playing away. So I think I definitely would have kicked it. Uh, but again, I always say it. Clemson's got. Something on their side. I don't know what it is, but it always works out for them. It seems to never work out for us. That's what so I'm you should have kicked it and tied it up. Yeah. You know, Clemson's got their ways. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you. It's, 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 it's their time right now. So, But it was a good game otherwise. I mean, great game to watch. Good competitive football game. A lot of times Clemson just kind of shows up and whoops whoever they're playing. But, shows up, shows out. You know, it was a great – you got to take your hat off to the coaching staff of, the, of North Carolina because they really had a good game. And the players, too, they executed. And they played hard. That's the thing about it. If you play hard, that can offset a lot of it, especially when another team might be overlooking you a little bit. And the Clemson will never say they were. but And they may not have been. But 
at the know, same time. At the same time, they've won how many games in a row? 20. 20 games in a row. So, you know, at some point, that fatigue, that mental fatigue of getting ready, you know, like and being all there every single time, you know, it's going. it happens from time to time. So, and then, you know, everybody's going to say, ah, oh, Clemson sucks, ain't no good. You know, that ain't – that's not – realistic way to look at it, right? So Alright. Alright, so me and Connor's gonna break down the uh what much needed game cost victory we had last week over Kentucky. T- Connor, you were there, right? You went in the game? What yeah, you think alright, what'd you think about it? What was your breakdown? Uh, I thought it was overall a pretty good game. I thought Ryan did well again. Yeah. And then we got some Clemson fans sitting at the table that doubted us for that game. They <laughs> said we was gonna lose that one but They said we was gonna take a L. Did, who who picked against us? I Caroline, said, maybe. No. What did she say? She said we was going to lose. She said we was going to lose. We said we was going to win, and we got some face reactions right. and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But I think Kentucky was pretty bad, too, especially. Yeah, they didn't really play too well. Their quarterback was out, and they just didn't have a whole lot on offense or defense. They weren't too terribly bad. Actually, no, you know, their defense played solid, but they yeah. Mark Stoops, their coach, is a defensive coach. So, I think uh, – I think – you know, they're always going to be competitive on defense, but their offense was god-awful. Like, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. Did you watch any of it, Abby? No. You didn't watch none of it? Mm-mm. I feel like the punt team come out more than anything. Oh, we got the best punter, and they, <laughs> they ain't no doubt about that. Caroline, what you think about Clemson's punter? He's doing a lot better this year uh, than he has before in the past. this year, though, what did you say? Um, he was really bad. <laughs> like, his dad's a coach, so um, yeah. I think that's why he was out there. I remember but. watching him shank a few last year. A few? Yeah. It was a lot. Like, well, I know oh. for one thing, South Carolina got best punter in the nation. Joseph Charlton, shout out. No doubts about the it. The man can freaking boom it. But he gets a lot of practice, too, because we go, we go three and out a good bit. <laughs> uh, but I thought, you know, Holinsky, they didn't really air it out a lot with them. They kind of kept it short and simple. Short and simple, yeah, throwing short routes, trying to get just make sure he didn't make a mistake. And uh, obviously that was going to be enough for us to win that one because – and the run game came on strong. Uh, we had Feaster and Dowdle both go for over 115 carries. That's another t- – we got to ask uh, Clemson fans about that too. But uh, the run game pretty much carried us the whole the whole night. And um, Holinsky didn't make a mistake, win the game. And I think that was what they were trying to do at Missouri. And he just made two of the worst mistakes that I've – ever seen, especially how, this season. How do you think Alinsky going to do? I don't know, man. Against Alabama, I was really impressed because he hit on all his throws, like short, intermediate throws. He hit on some, you know, decently deep <laughs> passes. And then, I mean, he was just sharp. But then against Missouri, he was just so bad. And Missouri plays a lot of press coverage, so it makes it yeah. hard on the quarterback, especially a young quarterback. I think he's young. He just he just got his days here and there. Yeah. I feel like he's going to come out and be a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, I, I, think, I, definitely think, I definitely think he's going to be good in the long run. It's just a matter of figuring out, you know, what he can do well and then what he's comfortable with right now. Because, obviously, he's not supposed to be playing right now. He's uh-huh. supposed to be Jake, right? So, he's having to kind of rush and hurry up and get ready yeah. before maybe he's – you know, on schedule too, but I think he's filled his position pretty well this year. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely done done well. He he's got a lot of work to do, just like the rest of the team. But I mean, he's he's done well. So 
good win for us, good defensive game. Got after him on defense a little bit and had a good running game and uh, hit some hit some throws when we had to. So a good win, definitely to get back on track. And then both teams have bye weeks this week. Next week, Clemson's got who? Um, uh, oh, after that. Who's got, yeah, after the bye week, who they got? Y'all know? Uh, some true fans. True Clemson here. fans right here. <laughs> What's your game on? How do you feel about uh, Georgia? South Carolina's got Georgia. <laughs> yep, South then we got Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that <hurts>. So, <laughs> our schedule, all right, let me look. I know it's Georgia and Florida's next, and then I'm not sure how it goes after that. But I don't know. Obviously, I just don't. at Georgia's going to be a tough one. You don't expect to win it, but you got to go We got Florida State. Florida State, who's freaking in shambles. <laughs> They're probably going to fire their coach. I'm going to hate to hear Landon Jordan's mouth after that game. No, Landon Jordan. <laughs> we might have to get Landon Jordan on for a uh, for a, a guest uh, podcast after that game, see, see his thoughts. But, I mean, Georgia, they are obviously one of the top recruiting teams in the country, so they're going to be good regardless. They're solid all the way around. Uh, so, well, it'll be, too, it'll be fun to see how both teams do for the rest of the way, and we'll kind of keep talking about it uh, as we go. So, all right, one thing before we get off Carolina Clemson. All right, Tavian Feaster. All right, he goes to Clemson from Spartanburg, right? So he's right. kind of a hometown guy. And he has – it's not like he went to Clemson and didn't play at all and didn't have any – didn't play well. Right, when he right. played, he played well. Like, it's just the fact that he kind of got beat out for the number one spot by um, ETN. Uh, right. So what are y'all's thoughts on, like, the – him transferring or transferring in general, do you think well, it's a good? Well, um, he was the third string at Clemson when he transferred. All right, like, so who was – so he was – if he would have stayed, let's say if he would have stayed, is he number two behind ETN this year or is he three? I think he was three. He was but, three. But, I mean, I guess he could have gotten to a – like if he would have kept working on it, he probably could have Been two. gotten back to two or whatever. Um, All right, well, yeah. I guess my question is – as Clemson fans, what, how, what's your feelings on like him going to South Carolina or him transfer or him leaving in general? Obviously, transferring is a big thing, but transferring to a rival, it's a little bit different. Like, do you like hold it against him a, a little bit or salty about it, or you don't really care? I mean, care? it's best for him. So you think he's doing good? Right. So he's having a good year. What do you think? But at like the same time, he's playing just as much there, kind of. Maybe not just as much. I don't know. But I mean, he's got a pretty good snap. We're giving him 15 carries a game. Yeah, he's got Yeah. At Clemson, he was having, like, what, six. So, he's got to look at, like Abby said, For does himself. he want to stay and get six carries a game and yeah. then possibly not get as high of a dra- – or get drafted as high? Because I think he's going to get drafted either way. Yeah, yeah. Know. But it's about how yeah. high you're going to get drafted because – you know, as the rounds goes on in the NFL draft, the signing bonus money gets lower and lower. Not, it's not like you're scraping the bottom of the barrel. If you get right. drafted, you're going to get a decent signing bonus. Right. But like Abby said, he's looking at it as for himself, for himself right? Which is a good thing. Which is a good thing. you got to look out for yourself. But And also, too, you got a lot of the diehard team people that are like, you know, it's bad for the team. You know, so it's like – were you really in it for Clemson football? Like, if you could just pick up and leave that easy. Yeah, so, you got a lot of people that look at it that way. You got a lot of people that look at it the other way. But every team benefits off of transfers, and every team loses people to transfers. Just like, you know, this past year we got Feaster, and then now we had a defensive back who's entered his name, and they call it the transfer portal. That's the name of it now. Mm-hmm. So, he entered his name in the transfer portal. So, 
it's not like you know one team's getting all the people and one team's losing all the people. It's like everybody can benefit from it and lose from it. So I just wanted to get y'all's take on it from a different point of view, uh, from a Clemson point of view, as far as like, are you like, uh, you know, does it kind of like, t t uh, like hit you the wrong way as far as him going to the. The I mean, if it hurt us in a way, then it would. But, right. you know, we have ETN. Yeah, right. Y'all so. got a whole lot of depth. A whole lot of depth. So, like, it really didn't hurt you team-wise. Obviously, he could have been a – he would have played and he would have helped. Right. It's not like y'all – it made or break Clemson's season as yeah. far as him leaving. You have people that complain about stuff like that, but if you put them in his shoes, what would they do? Yeah, that's, I think that's what the most important thing is. I think when you – before you criticize somebody, and then it's just football, I think you got to put yourself in their, in their shoes. Like, and, and don't just say you are. I mean, literally think about it. If this was me, what would I do? You know, how would I feel I'm transferring. Yeah, I mean, you know, the main thing about college athletics is – Playing time. I mean, you go to a school to play. You go to a school to, you know, try to get to the next level, especially in college football. If you're a top player, trying to get to the next level and make that paycheck. So, I definitely pull him for him, obviously because he's on my team. But you know, I want to see him do good in his last <laughs> year and get to the pros. So, I just want to get y'all's point of view on that. All right. So we'll kind of transition out of uh, out of. Uh, college football for a little bit and we're going to go into this thing Abby was telling me about when she came in today that I had no clue about all right and uh it's some all right Abby just tell me what you heard the basic of what you heard and then I'm gonna go through this article I put up an article about all right so what I know is that there's supposed to be a hotel in space which sounds like very unrealistic but right and Man, that's exactly what I thought whenever you told yeah, me. Yeah, like it I was sounds like, what are you talking space. about? Yeah. But it's like on the, on the news page. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so when she told me, I was like, what is she yeah. talking about? <laughs> so then I just kind of looked it up. All right, who did you hear this from? Or did you just hear it on? I was in psychology, and it just, like, happened to come up. Like, we're on our computer, so okay. just saw it. I got you. All right. But – so this thing, this article I'm looking at, it says luxury space hotel supposed to launch in 2021, which is not that far away. So let's just see. It says. But the more you read about it, the more like outrageous it seems. We are launching the first ever affordable, affordable luxury space hotel. This is the founder and CEO of Frank Bunger. Oh no, that's the, that's the other. That's the CEO's name, Frank Bunger. Aurora Station is the name of the hotel. At the space, and they were unveiled it at the Space Summit in San Jose, California. It said affordable. A 12-day stay aboard the Aurora Station will start at 9.5 million dollars <laughs> per person. Oh so who is that affordable for? Stover, me and you going? You paying? Huh? <laughs> can, it, I mean, it's more like a ride than a um hotel. Like, what do you do? It's supposed to be like a cruise in space. That's so, what it is. So it's like, like what do you do? It, Tell like me what a, you do. It's like if you were going on a carnival cruise. But you're in space. You're in space. You apparently you go around Earth. I don't know how it's only twelve days. I don't know about. Like, but the, all that. I'm looking at this picture. This thing. It looks like a a pill. Is what the thing it looks, looks like. like. A 
this one looks like a pill. Uh, but the, then white one. the other one looks like a part of it, I think. Okay, this is just part of it. So, because it's supposed to fit up to 400 people. Yeah, 400 people. 400 people. Aurora Station. That's a lot of money. How much do you think it costs them to do that? It hotel says stuff and all that. Though? 400. Uh, more than 9.5 million. There's no way. And I wonder who the test runners are going to be because it sure looks to be yeah, I'm definitely not going on the first. You get uh, that. You I get, get nervous that. going on cruises. Me too. And, uh, cruises are nervous. I mean, there's thousands of cruises that go through. <laughs> what does that mean? You get mean? that build up. Huh? I did 400 times 9.5 million. The 400 times. Like, oh, that's that's going to be, I don't even know. I you get that build up, though. Who's going to pay to do that? I, that's what I'm saying. Like, How, how are you going to field 400 people? Let's just say if you're going to go on one trip. How you gonna find four hundred people? So that's what? That ain't billion. Three trillion, yeah. That's three trillion. Eight hundred million dollars off one trip. Off one trip. Three billion then. Three billion eight hundred million. <laughs> three billion. So that's three trillion eight hundred <laughs> Either way, that's some numbers we ain't never looked at before. Yeah, so, so, so that's a lot of money. That's what I got money. in my pocket. But like I said, how are they gonna field or they gonna find four hundred people? That want to pay nine point five. First of all, four hundred people that even have that, which there are that many people that have. Yeah. That, but that are willing to pay nine point five million dollars to Just go on a how how long's the trip? Abby? Twelve, you know? 12 days. days. Twelve days. All right. So twelve days. I'm pretty sure. What I read is like you can see sixteen sunrises in like a certain amount of time or something. It's crazy. Yeah. I, like I said, I have no clue what. This thing, I ain't never even heard of it, but it's called Aurora Station. It's a real thing. It says it will accommodate uh, crew members and the guests. Yeah. So when's it coming out? It says 2021. That's, I'm gonna look at this other article though. That's in. I saw something about like they wanted yeah, to do it by 2025. Okay. This yeah. This one says could be open as early as 2025. Right. Yeah. Oh, that so means. It's, I mean. You got about five or six years to save up. It says the Space Hotel (laughs) has been designed by the Gateway Foundation. That's whoever designed the thing. So people are gonna have to work on this. So like, yeah, well, just like a cruise ship. You ever been on cruise? Have y'all ever been on a cruise? No, I haven't. You never been on a cruise? No, I haven't been on a cruise. So think about all the workers that are on a cruise ship. Every time we stop, every time we stop, you'll see people out there painting boats and everything. What are you talking about? On a cruise ship. You know what I'm talking about? People out there. Uh, but you have millions <coughs> on the inside doing like food and everything else, cleaning yeah. up. And then when you park, you have people that like put, they get paint cans and stuff and then start painting the side of the oh, boats yeah. and everything. I mean, think about all the workers. And then too, well, they got workers that work in the little, uh, the dining part. Mm-hmm. And then you'll the see cooks. them. Yeah, you'll see them working. At the dining room at night too, so they they, 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 they don't they sleep work all day. They, they no. get like four hours of sleep. Yeah, they work all day, and I think they have like a day off. It's crazy. Every once in a while, you see them walking so around. So what all stuff are you gonna be doing in the hotel? That's what I'm trying to find. It says, it says the space hotel will have gravity, so guests can walk around. That that's kind of cool. If you uh, could just float around. <laughs> it says I know, there's supposed to be a basketball court. On it, I saw that. It, says, it will house 24 individual pods with sw- with sleeping accommodations inside. And this one, like Abby said, it looks like a Ferris wheel. So maybe that other one was talking about something else. But this one looks like a Ferris wheel. 
in the but I mean it don't look like it's got no room for you to do anything. Yeah, I'm um, sure it's like huge though. I'm sure. Yeah, I guess the pods are probably. And if it looks like that, how would that go up to space? You know, a rocket has to shoot. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like there's no power. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I'm wondering how it's gonna get around because. Yeah. Like uh, I'm so sure like, gas I'm guessing they're gonna have somebody that's. <laughs> they gonna I'm telling they're gonna launch that hotel into space. And well, I would, think, come back. I would think they would have to launch it first with nobody in it. Maybe. Well, somebody would have to. Well, unless they could control it from. I don't know. Wherever they're launching like it. Like a from. remote control. That's crazy. Yeah, or like a, you know computer. what I mean? All I can Some say is start saving up because we're going. Yeah. Well, we better <laughs> be saving for a while. <laughs> you got five, six years. When they say it was coming out? 2025. It says. They hope for a hundred people, at least, uh, to to do it each week, to sign up each week. Oh, and that's, no. that's crazy. There ain't 9. no way. 9.5 million. You want a hundred yeah. people each week. And you want a hundred different people. Is it the same person's not gonna go? <laughs> I wonder how much people pay. Eighteen or crew members on that. How many people you think? Like, what you think they get? First paid? of all, yeah, that's what I'm saying. How much you gotta pay somebody to sign up for the first trip of that? All right, let's say you're a cook. All right. How much they gotta pay you to go be the cook on this trip on the first trip? The first twelve trip. days. Twelve days. A lot. A lot of a lot. money. Yeah, you, got, you better give me about three million dollars and I do it. Oh yeah. Three? You got, three million. I'm doing. You definitely gonna have to pay me. It's somewhere in the millions. Cause you don't know they how to. Ain't gonna that blow thing. it out the water though. So, I mean, three million. I'm, t- I'm doing. It. But that's like that's less than it costs to go on there. But yeah. I wouldn't go up there and cook unless I was old anyway. Towards the end of my life. In case you died. I don't trust it. Yeah. I wouldn't trust it. I wouldn't trust it. I mean, sometimes I still don't trust flying on an airplane or um, going on a cruise. I don't trust the state fair. Think about how many. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's sketchy anyway. Think about how many flights and cruises go every day. Yeah, a lot. And that's still kind of sketchy to me sometimes. Like when we go on cruises, sometimes I'll just like walk out there and I'll be like, okay. There's. There's you know, when you get water. off a cruise, people are getting right back on there. Yeah, that boat's just yeah right. They, they go they in and out. And you are, I mean, you may hear about some getting in some bad storms or something, but for the most part, you don't they ever hear did. about You don't ever hear about a cruise ship. Like, I've been on two years bad storms. It wasn't bad storms, but like, uh, like it tears up, up top on the top deck, like Lido deck. All that stuff was just blowing around. It was crazy. Like, you really? could feel it shaking. See, it I've bad. never been on one where it had like a, a storm storm. Like, we had rain and thunder and lightning. I mean, this was rain, thunder and lightning, but it was like, it made the like, ocean chop. We were bad. on the island, and it was up to our, I was younger. It was up to my almost waist, the water. See, my mom and dad were on that cruise. Yeah, they were on that cruise. But, and they tried to explain but I can't fathom that. Like, I can't figure I know, it out. I've never, like, you talk about, like, all right, I'm about to die. That's yes, the thought that's we how, had. That's, yeah, that's how scary it was. See, like I, the lightning was just unreal. But like the water was flooded up over the, it was up over like the dock and stuff, or like this. I don't know because I just know we were riding in a van from the beach back to the ship. Like I guess we went yeah. on a tour or whatever. We were riding in the van. There were vans and holes up to the roof filled with water, like on the side of the road. I'm were the people panicking like that were from? Where were y'all at? Freeport? Freeport Bahamas? Yeah. Or Nassau? It wasn't Nassau. It was Freeport. Freeport. It had to be Freeport. So, um, our driver didn't really talk. I guess he couldn't speak English. So, he, like, knew what he was doing. We all paid him good tips when everybody got off because he got us back safely. But, yeah. yeah, there was some that were stuck under the water. 
that's how much it. See, we had we had some sketchy uh, adventures on cruises, but nothing like that. You can feel them boats rocking. But there's them no big old drainage boats. Yeah. system on the island. They told us that. So it just floods. It just floods. Yeah. See, we we uh, had one cruise that we were going to a stop, and they pretty much told us that the storm, we were going to have to go around it. We were going to have to bypass it because the storm was coming. So they didn't even take us. Uh, but uh, I've been on some sketchy cruise adventures, but nothing like that. But I'm ready for another. Yeah, I, I love cruises. I want to go on one. You need to. If you've never been on a cruise, you need to go to college. I've been on one every summer I think for the we're past going four next years. Year. We've yeah. talked about going for spring break, but I don't know yet. Are y'all just going to go on the one out of Charleston? Or you I don't know, out? because it'd be like a group of us. We're talking about going. I don't know if we would go for spring break or during the summer. I yeah. don't know. I've left out it's of cruising, Florida every time. Cruising's a bit. We left, the first one we went on, we left out of uh, Charleston. And we just went to Freeport Nassau, just like that one you're talking about. And that was just kind of like a small boat. And I loved it. I thought it was awesome. And then we went on two more, two or three more out of Fort Lauderdale. And the only bad thing about it is when you get back, that it's drive, that drive back, back. How God, far is it? It's like 10? It's, it's like nine hours from Fort See, Lauderdale. See, that, that's, that's not going to And it's literally, else. you get... When you get off of I-95 in Fort Lauderdale, like you park, you park right there. And after that, you know, you go on the cruise, you get back, you get on I-95 and you literally go straight up for nine hours. Straight I mean, shot. I'm about to fall asleep. You it's get, not driving. I mean, I was I asleep, of course, but yeah, it's, it's not too terribly bad. It's a long ride. It's a long ride. But it's worth it because cruising is awesome. Like, it's... You literally go on there. You ain't gotta have no plans. You gotta. Right, you right. You can just yeah. go. You just do do whatever. You don't have to worry about food. You don't have to worry about food. People you don't say, have to worry about like transportation because once you on there, you on there. I mean, you walk wherever you want to go on the boat. And people wherever. say the mainly thing they don't like about a cruise is the set time you gotta get off, and the set time you gotta be back. Well, but the thing about it is, it's pretty much all day. Like whenever they dock somewhere. Exactly, right, you're you there. All, you can get off at nine. You ain't got to get off at nine. No, that's just say when they let you off. Yeah, you ain't got to get off at nine. And then most time it's be back by like five thirty or six. It's four or five or yeah. six. You're in that zone. I mean, no, who, not too many people gonna stay out there. Plus, that long. by the time you get off, and I figured this out. By the time you get off a stop and you stay all day, you ready by to about back. five, you about ready to go back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Take a shower and get back to the room. And go. And then go do whatever get some you want dinner. to the rest of the <laughs> Yeah, that's the, that food is on. It's, it's the, the, cho- like, the chocolate melting cake. Buffet. Oh, yeah. Being able to get what you want. Get what you want. The and then at the, what you got? You <laughs> chocolate know, melting the, cake. Uh, the caramel chocolate melting oh, cake. Oh, my God. And you got unlimited ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Every time they come dessert, I say, bring me two of them. Yeah, and they'll bring <laughs> Like, seriously. Like, you go to the dining room, let's say they got lobster tail on the menu, which they'll have one night. You can order you as many as you want. You just keep going. God, I want to go See, so bad. Okay, Caroline, you never been. Put the ice cream machine on the Lido deck by the pools. Can't beat it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You won't catch me without two of them in my <laughs> soft serve. Yeah. Then you got pizza at like 2 o'clock in the yeah, morning. Yeah, I mean, they literally got And then one night on ours, they had um, <laughs> one night on ours, they had uh, like a taco bar or Ooh. something. They had that like on at, ours like the whole midnight. Time. At midnight. Every they had day. A taco that bar. sounds good. Yeah. They always, I mean, there's always something to eat. They got all kind of stuff. You can't beat it. That's all I'm saying. No, you really can't. Like Caroline, you got to go on a cruise. I know. I want to go really. We got. Bad. We got. We didn't go on one. We normally go on one every summer. But we didn't go last summer. Uh, we need to plan one. Like I, we've been trying to get my group of friends. I'm going this summer. To jump on there with us. It's hard to get a 
but it's best to go with a, with a either a big family or a big group. Yeah, it's boring without. If you just go with like a family of four, I feel like I mean you gonna have a good time. I mean, it's your family. Yeah. You still have fun, you still but have I mean, fun, you can but, interact more if you got a lot of people. And you can meet new people too, which I like to talk and meet people. So that's you know one of my things. I think the lowest amount of people we had was twelve. We went on one uh, with my family, my best friend's family, my aunt and uncle. Like we had a bunch of families go. And it was awesome. Like, we had definitely over 20 people that were on there. But the good thing was, you know, all 20 people didn't have to do the same thing. Right. You can, everybody can kind of do their own thing. All right, so we're getting, uh, we're going to kind of wrap up episode one with uh, one of Connor's he's been wanting to do uh, since he's the fast food king. This man eats fast food how many times a week? Just about every day. Every day. <laughs> This man eats fast food every day. All right, so we're going to go around the table, and everybody's going to tell their number one go-to fast food restaurant and their go-to meal, so what they order when they go there. All right, Connor, you got to start us off since you're the fast food uh, king. Well, I like Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I like getting the four chicken tenders with a large fry and a large Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got to give me two ranches and two Chick-fil-A sauces for that. I just can't do the ranch in the packet. Uh-uh. I, I can't do it. That's the best thing about it with a chicken. And it, but is the ranch, it's hot in the packet, is it not? Yes. I mean, it's warm, but it's oh. good. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. It's nasty. Uh. I cannot. I can drink ranch At least oh. if you go to Zaxby's and you get a ranch out of the packet. It's cold. It's cold. Yeah. I can live with that. This, I mean, it's not warm. Like, it's not. But it ain't one, cold. But it's. They don't. It's like Bojangles. Have you ever got a ranch from Bojangles? No. It is disgusting. <laughs> it's room temperature. I yeah, mean, it's, that's it's disgusting. Awful. It's not bad. All right, so Connor goes with the tender meal. Large Chick-fil-A. fry, large. He's probably gonna pepper. eat one today. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Caroline, what's yours? Go to. All right, so, I mean, I'm the same way, but because uh, I get I get the same food too that Connor gets. Uh, except I'm a. Uh, Fan of the caramel frosted coffee. At Chick-fil-A? Yes, it's so good. So you get the same meal, you're going to get chicken strips. With fries. With fries and a frosted coffee. A caramel What about the double ranch? No, Chick-fil-A. I get Chick-fil-A sauce sauce. and Polynesian. Polynesian. So what is, I've never had Polynesian, but everybody says. It's so good. That's my favorite. Is it like sweet and sour? I know it's a red color sauce. I didn't like it. It's sweet. Um. I don't even know how to explain it. Okay. Well. I don't know. It's just that Chick Fil A chicken, like any other kind of chicken, probably wouldn't go good with hot. Really? Chicken. I mean, it's kind of like, is it like any like big? It's kind of like a little. Yeah, it's kind of. I mean, it's, it's sticky. But is it really sweet? Like it's. It's kind of sweet, sweet yeah. but it's not like, have like a, blow like you out the water sweet. Spicy. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, it ain't. Okay. It's just nothing for me. I I'll have to try it, I guess. I like Chick-fil-A's honey mustard. That's my... I've never had... Their honey mustard's good. Have you ever had the Chick-fil-A sauce? Yeah, I've had that. I used to get honey mustard, then I switched to Polynesian. See, I used to have Honey four. mustard is... Their honey mustard's awesome, because it's like a... I don't know how to explain it. It's like a perfect mixture of, like, mustard and honey, and it's like... <laughs> it's different than other honey mustards, but... So, um, another fast food that I like is probably... I don't I, eat a whole lot of fast food, so. I mean, I do kind of, but at the same time, I don't. I mean, we eat out every single night, but. So, you, 521 Field Station is a, you're responsible for 521 Field oh, Station. Oh, yeah. But, hey, if they pass the law for uh, players making money off their likeness, you might get an endorsement <laughs> from 521 Field Station. <laughs> you might get an endorsement from them. That's funny. 
So, alright, other than Chick fil A, what's your other one? Um, I mean, I'll tell you mine Zaxby's. Zaxby's. They got a good salad. They're slow. Salad? You're talking about salad? Yeah, I like their salads. Them things are high, though. I went to yeah, a, well, they are high. Expensive. I turned down Chick fil A yesterday. I went and tried Wendy's. I went and got me a four for four. Four for four. And it was pretty good, too. Can't beat that. Those are pretty good. $4.40, yeah. baby. We used to eat Wendy's a lot when I was in college, but we don't. I, don't I mean, it was good. The 4 4, I got the Baconator on this. That's All the burger. Right. So, what you got in? So, is Five Guys considered. Oh, five I like guy, Cookout. Yeah. Cookout, cookout. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's definitely worth it. Cookout milkshakes? Bang. Best there Best. is. Bang. Best there they is. Got a good but you got to get a spoon. Yeah, you can't drink with the milkshake. You can't drink it. <laughs> yeah, you can't drink it with a straw. You have a uh, headache by the time you get up. Your face will be red trying yeah. to get it out straw. I definitely like cookout though. Definitely like cookout. That cookout tray. Yeah, five bucks. Cheap. Yeah, I mean, cheap. Yeah. And you get a lot too. That's a college special right there. College meal special. All right, Abby, what's your number one and your go-to meal at that one? My number one. Your number one fast food restaurant and what meal? I guess it would be Chick-fil-A. Yeah. But, I mean, I like Wendy's and McDonald's. Oh, I love McDonald's. McDonald's. I cannot. McDonald's. McDonald's. Yes. You can't beat a caramel frappe. No. They're Big Macs. The only thing you can eat at McDonald's is a Big Mac. You pick up the first bun, ranch. Second bun, ranch. That's it. No, Their chicken nuggets are my favorite. I feel like a Big Mac, all Big Mac is is just bread. No, no, it no. just depends on the day. I mean, sometimes they're really good. Sometimes. I ain't never had a bad Big Mac. You gotta put the sauce. I never on had a Big McDonald's fries are. I like good. McDonald's hot, fries better than hot. Yeah, but when they get like cold, yeah. they're disgusting. No. See, I, uh, I don't know. I, I just don't trust. McDonald's. I can't even know if you're gonna get your right thing or not. What McDonald's? Yeah. yeah. Yes, they all. Like, the I got. Time. A, I ordered a Big Mac last time, and me and his dude come up. You know, they got the two little drives now. And he was going, and he told me to go. I told him to go. So eventually I went, and I ended up getting his order. I got two quarter pound. I mean, uh. And then you got to go back two. inside. No, I didn't go back. Oh, you just ate whatever they gave I you? I just got, he had two plain cheeseburgers and then fries. And he had a sweet tea. So what I, did you order? Big that, a Big Mac. You didn't get your ring? No. Okay. See, I, I'm thought. If I order something, I, I ain't leaving it. I mean, it was straight right. plain burger. It was just meat and cheese. Hey, no ketchup, pickles, mayonnaise. I, I would have had to go back and get mine because I just can't do it. I mean, I didn't look until I got to the house, and I was like, I'll just eat Oh, it's too late then, yeah. But yeah. I love their chicken nuggets what, uh, with some honey mustard. They're so good. Oh, I can't. Caramel frappe when the machine ain't broke. When the machine, which the is bed. hardly ever. Ever. <laughs> yeah. Their Oreo McFlurries are really good, too. But... I have proof from a worker that, that they just don't clean the machine. Either they don't clean it, or they're just too lazy yeah. to make it. Oh, uh, it's yeah. Yeah, there's no way that machine's broke literally. That and at every single McDonald's. Week. Yeah, at every one of them. But that's crazy, though. Think about why <laughs> it's done passed around the states as a common. No, I really <laughs> sorry, machine so broke. So I went to um. <laughs> In Camden, I was going to Columbia one day. Me and my sister went to Camden to McDonald's to get a frappe. The machine was broke. We got to Columbia <laughs> near Sand Hills. Right. The machine was broke. What are the odds? Really? Me, yeah, there's no way. All we wanted was some coffee, but the machine was broke at both. There's no way. All right, well, I'm not a big <laughs> fast food eater, but I'm going to give you my top. And it's, you're probably going to be like, 
what are you talking about? Has anybody ever ate at Arby's? Yes. yes. You like Arby's? I love Arby's. All right. Disgusting. Bro, you don't like Arby's? Negative. I love right. Arby's. Arby's is my number one because you can get you can go to Arby's. You can get whatever type of sandwich you want. You can get regular. You can get double meat, or you can get half pound. So you can get like a a lot of meat on sandwich, which I like. So. That's my number one. I like Arby's. Their fries are just good too. And the Arby's sauce. Arby's yeah. sauce. Oh my god. And I guess gosh. if you consider, you can. Oh, the Arby's sauce. Yeah, that's a that's a must. You yeah, gotta have you that. gotta have that. You I get bad when they. I couldn't eat Arby, Arby's if I didn't I have that sauce. It wouldn't be the same. But uh, I I forgot. Oh, if you count any sub places like Jersey Mike's, I like Jersey Mike's. Subbies, shout out Subbies. Uh, Kershaw and he's for or no he's he's friends in Lancaster. I love Subbies. Any type of sub place besides Subway, I, I hate Subway. Because they don't make anything that looks like what they have on their commercials. But any type of sub place, Arby's. I don't know. Subway's wraps are pretty good. See, I ain't never had a wrap. I haven't good. either. I like but I have a sub that I get every time, and it's, I like it a lot. What is it? So I get Italian urban cheese, bread. With rotisserie chicken, provolone cheese, and then I toast it. I just feel like they don't put enough meat on it, though. They don't you put enough meat on it. You can get double, but, like, it costs extra, I mean, obviously. I went to Subway, and just me was $10. Yeah. I mean, That's just. They don't put no mayonnaise on I'll get, If I get a Subway, though, I'll get either one of those little pizzas, or I'll get. The pizzas are good. The steak and cheese with steak double meat. Steak and cheese. Do you steak get flat bread? I have before. Second cheese wrap is good. I'll have to try to wrap. Yeah, you'll have, have to try to wrap. I'm glad uh, it's getting close to time to leave. Y'all making me hungry. Yeah, I know. I'm yeah, hungry. It's about that time. But, I'm uh, so hungry. I definitely uh, got to go with Arby's as number one. And then any sub place. And a burger. I like Hardy's burgers. but Hardy does have a good burger. I don't I've eat a whole it. lot of fast food burgers. But I if I like, did, then that would be probably mine. I like Burger King burgers, too. Ugh. The Whopper. <laughs> I feel like the they Whopper. cheap, though. Burger King's the cheap. The Whopper don't even come with cheese. I don't, I didn't, wait, I don't know. I don't think I got a Whopper. Wait, yeah, I did. I don't remember, but it was good. <laughs> yeah, Burger King is cheap. You can get... They at one point they had two I mean, chicken nuggets for forty nine chicken fries. I was just saying you get like thirty King chicken nuggets for three dollars. Yeah. You talking about those uh, ice cream cones? Burger King had a fifty cent <laughs> ice cream cone for. I mean, you can get two cent. ice cream cones a dollar. You dope this ice cream cone for a dollar. <laughs> like me on a cruise. Yeah, yeah. that's decent. <laughs> that's a decent deal there. Smoking deal actually. But uh, all right. Well, I feel like we had a pretty good first episode. Successful. I, uh. Y'all are the trailblazers, so you'll always be able to say if we blow up that y'all were on the first one. Oh, yeah. So, y'all definitely be back. Appreciate everybody participating, yes, and hopefully we'll get some uh, good feedback. If anybody wants to hear it, follow us on social media. Uh, I got a Twitter page, and hopefully we'll make a Facebook page and an Instagram. Get these guys to help us out. Give us a shout-out, baby. Yeah. Get, let us know if you want to hear us talk about some type of different topics or anything like that. Give us some feedback. And uh, appreciate you listening.